And just like that, to the reviewers, listeners, lovers, supporters out there, we've reached the finish line. We've reached the end of our back to school themed commentary. We did all right, man. We did. You know what? Let me celebrate small wins. Let me not downplay this shit. We did good. We did great. We did better than we ever did at an attempt to keep an ongoing theme going. Like I said, I've been trying to do it for, you know, October. I tried to do it like a year or two ago with the, you know, the Universal Movie Monsters theme. Never worked out, man. Never worked out. But I felt like I was I was a tad bit more locked in this time around. You know, it was a it was a bit of a scramble trying to trying to keep this theme going, because as you all know, life happens, shit like that. Things get in the way, you know, days turn bad, then days go back to good days, like how today's starting off. But nonetheless, man, we got it done. You know, we got it done. And like I said, we are we're cutting through the tape. I mean, not just quite yet. We're on that last lap until we get to the, you know, the actual ending credits. That's when we run through the tape and we have, you know, completed our goal, people. But here we are, man. I, I feel like, you know, being as though I started out with dangerous minds and we've done things like light it up and we've done things like um you know just one of the guys and the roommate and urban legend we've done all types of these commentaries man but i felt like it was very important to open up with a movie as strong as dangerous minds and and close out with a movie as strong as lean on me now lean on me i personally dangerous minds is probably my favorite you know, a teacher or authoritative figure trying to get through the badass students at a crazy ass high school or or any school for that matter but I think Lean On Me is the most popular overall. Um, and Lean On Me has, for the most part, the bigger named actor, the bigger named artist, uh, you know, um, entertainer in this in this movie, man. Morgan Freeman, I, I know this was early, semi-early on in Morgan Freeman's career. This was 1989. But, you know, he went on, I don't know if this was like a breakthrough film of some kind. You know, a lot of people, this movie's so good that a lot of people just forget that it's a biopic you know this is based on the real life of joe clark man this is based on what he did at east side high back in the day man this is based on how he got through to those kids and you know how he went about with his uh you know how he went about these extreme measures you know to get shit done and whip these kids into shape man and it actually worked and i think i remember an interview back in the day before he passed away um recipe shout out to the actual joe clark man he did pass away in 2020 on december 29th so you know i'm glad that morgan freeman was able to you know you know the guy was already immortalized in what he did in real life but i'm glad that morgan freeman you know was able to let art imitate life on screen and immortalize him in another way with this with this biopic here man it's a really important film it's a really powerful film i'm not going to get too you know too serious and political man y'all know how these commentaries go we still gonna crack bad jokes and make fun of shit and all that type stuff but i was reading something interesting here man i'll get to like the cast and the writers and the directors and all that type of stuff before we jump into this commentary but i was reading something interesting here man and god bless imdb for these little trivia tidbits that they put in you know in the trivia section now this says uh i i had no idea this i want to read this little this little um this little section right here it says the real life joe clark resigned as principal of east side high east side high school shortly after the film was released around the time the film debuted he was suspended by the school board for one week after scheduling an assembly in which dancers stripped down to their g-strings i, I listen you talk about extreme measures. But anyway, let's go on. It says Clark said he hadn't known about it in advance. Ironically, the man who suspended him was Dr. Frank Napier, that fucking barrister. I, I, listen, I know 
it's just an actor, but they picked the right actor to play uh, Napier in this movie, man. He looks like that type of guy. The rest of the article says, um, or the rest of the segment says, after Clark left Eastside, he became an author and motivational speaker. In 1995, he was hired to run a juvenile detention center in Newark, New Jersey, a position he held until he resigned in 2002. During his time there, he once again came under fire for his controversial methods. So, to say the least, man, this guy, you know, th- there is... um. There's a word that is used to describe Joe Clark here, um, and it, this isn't my word exactly. I don't use this word too often in my own personal life. I may use it in a different sense when I'm talking about Resident Evil if I say tyrant, but they say he has tyrannical methods, man, and it, it shows in the film, man. It is a very love-hate thing when you watch Joe Clark's, you know, um, his, his methods on screen because, in you know, through one pair of eyes, you can look at it like this dude is fucking bonkers man this dude's insane these these methods that he's trying to use to teach and to discipline they're never going to work in the school system but then i feel like in 2023 the climate that we're in now especially in the you know in the school systems with the way these kids are with the way these teachers aren't and these principals aren't um i feel like joe the you know 2023 could use a joe clark you know, God rest his soul, man. I feel like we could use a Joe Clark in multiple school systems, especially out here in Philly, man. These kids are running a fucking muck, man. It's one of the reasons I'm raising, well, me and my daughter's mother are raising her the way that that we are, man, because these kids are fucking insane and they, they need a Joe Clark. If they don't have a Joe Clark, they need to, they, they need a, um, you know, like a Delroy Lindo from first time felling up at boot camp somewhere up in the mountains and shit. That's only if it gets, you know, super duper extreme. And also, um, one other little uh, trivia fact I wanted to throw out there. Um, I don't know. This probably won't be a surprise to anybody who's really done super research on the movie. It says Morgan Freeman spent time with the real life Joe Clark to capture his mannerisms and sayings. And it shows. Now, while I've only seen like a couple interviews with the real Joe Clark, you can tell that, um, it, you know, it makes sense. Reading that, I'm like, oh, OK, it makes sense that he's doing that type of method acting because Morgan Freeman is acting his ass off in this movie. He's very much into this role. But I am a fan of when biopics are made about these um these these famous real life figures and the actor or actress that's playing these figures they get to spend time with the actual people that they're portraying on screen i love that you know um morgan freeman was able to spend time with the real joe clark i love that samuel jackson was able to spend time with the real ken carter i understand that uh, angela bassett spent time with tina turner on what's love got to do with it you know um the the remaining nwa members that are st- that are still around you know the cast and crew o'shea jackson and, and jason mitchell and um god damn what's that dude's name Corey hall because they all got to spend time with the nwa members i love it makes the biopic way more authentic because you're getting you know as an actor or an actress you're getting um you know this information these mannerisms and these little these fun facts and these gems from the real life person man i think it makes the role that much more believable when they have the you know the the particular source like they got it straight from the tap and um you know, it just adds to the fact that we get a movie like this. Now, we got Morgan Freeman. Obviously, we got Beverly Todd, who's like a crazy counterpart counterpart to Morgan Freeman in this because she don't take no shit from him. She tries to, but then she puts him in his fucking place at, at some point in time. This actor, um, I, you know what? I said I said the wrong thing, people. I said so. I said they got the wrong, the right actor to play Napier. I was thinking Napier was the 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 white guy who was you know running up in the school with Lynn Thigpen. I had the I had the characters completely confused, man. Doctor Frank Napier was Joe Clark's right hand man. That's Robert 
Golame, Julami. I could never pronounce that dude's last name, man. I could never pronounce his last name. I just know that he is. Um, was he Rafiki's voice in The Lion King? I think he was. But you know, Lin Thingpin's in here. Robin Bartlett, who you know we're mentioning her name again because she was also in Dangerous Minds. Alan North is in here. Michael Beach. This is probably the only movie in Michael Beach's entire fucking career where he has not done anything wrong. Even him picking up a piece of paper and getting suspended indefinitely, I don't even think he was wrong for that. He was just trying to clean up the school, man. That was the fucking moral of the story. You know, you're cleaning shit up at Eastside High. Jermaine Hopkins, you know, steal for majority of you seasoned, you know, hood movie fans out there. But Jermaine Hopkins, this was either his first starring role or one of his first starring roles uh, on screen, man. And he went on to be in a lot of shit, man. We're talking about Karina Arroyave again. I just... She actually, let me celebrate another small win. The actress who plays Maria here, uh, Karina Ariave, she actually liked and commented on my post when I tagged her to the 187 post. Y'all can go check out 187 commentary if y'all want to. That is definitely up and running. That was a good one to get through. But people, we're almost 10 minutes into this fucking intro, man. So let's get into this commentary. Oh, yeah, people, this is streaming on Voodoo full theatrical cut just in case y'all are tuning in and y'all know if y'all are tuning in y'all are the true tutor reviews mvp so with that being said people home stretch finish line let's jump into this commentary for lean on me with the play button in three two one this 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 wasn't the original warner brothers logo they put up there Damn, it said until an official report called it a terrible cauldron of violence. The battle of one man, Joe Clark, to save Eastside High and restore its former pride to the... Hold up, slow the fuck down. That ain't the Star Wars captions that's going up the screen. That shit was in a rush. I mean, she did all right. She don't do a better job than when, um, you know, Jermaine Hopkins and his friends sing it in the bathroom. She was in something. The girl that said English common law, she was in something. Oh my god. Oh, she was, um. She played Macaulay Culkin's sister in Home Alone. You're what the French call Leve Compétent. That was definitely her. The people got their rights from the Commonwealth. The Commonwealth. Hence, come on, come on, who knows? Uh, Anthony. Commonwealth? Commonwealth. Ten point bonus for the boys. All right, that's good. But guys, watch out. The girls have a 45 to nothing lead over you. You're not doing too well. Okay, next two. All right, you ain't got to rub it in our faces, Joe. Bonus question. Four. Ten points. Define the word improve. Aha. I'll spell it for you. I-M-B-R-U. Wait, is that her? Improve. Looks like her. Miss Clark, could your class do without you for a minute or two? Surely. Kids, take your seats quickly. Come on, quickly. Let me check. Let me, let me, let me. I got your pencils. Write this down. Embrew, to taint, to stain. The 
know what? Let me just let me because I don't know if they'll have her in the credits. So let me look up Home Alone first, then click on her. Tanks the soul. It is a blot, a shameful, greasy spot on the fabric of our national conscience. Embrue, taint, sustain. Thirty words tomorrow. Test. They're holding a meeting of the union executive board. Without us? They didn't tell me either. Right? I told you. I told you we can't trust them. Keep it down. Yes. Those are <laughs> good bastards sell us out. Out of a union we got started. Betray us like a bunch of Judases? Well, they're not going to crucify me. No, sir. No. I've got the hammer and the nails. I'm not going to be anybody's martyr, Frank. Nobody's. Okay, and don't come to dig me, man. She won't even let him get a word in, Edward. Rockefeller Records. The hell are you people doing? We're having a meeting You're here. You're telling us out, lot. Joe, nobody's selling we you out. We cannot have an effective voice here. Now, say in our own curriculum, be anything but impotent, but we're going to sell out every time they threaten us. And you're going to call me in. We have to stick together. What we have to do is pay our bills. We have to you want to try to okay, they don't, they, don't, they don't have her credited in anything. So, Well, not in anything, but they don't have her credited for leaning on me. So maybe I was wrong? I don't know. Who gives a shit? How the hell can you talk about fostering lot when you're all time bent over kissing posteriors out of the school board? Jesus. He was ready to fight. Mr. Clark, I'm afraid that's a moot point. Uh, we just found out ourselves that the Board of Education has decided to grant us our salary increments if we agree to accept their condition that you be transferred to school six. And we agree. Mm. 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 Judas's indeed. God bless you, man. Pay your bills. <laughs> With a dollar? Is that considered like could that be used in court like as a threat? I don't know. That was a, that was a nice little transition shot right there. How it went from the clean halls of Eastside High to just this fucking this is ridiculous, man. Now, I don't know. Um, rock and roll enthusiasts might burn me at the stake for this, but is this Guns N' Roses? I want to figure it out without looking it up. This Welcome to the Jungle song. Perfect fucking needle drop for this introduction, by the way. Perfect. This should get you hyped. Jesus, man, it's like that that hallway is like the entire city of New York. And I mean that by means of like how many people it is. Congested. Shout out to my listeners from New York, man. How do y'all do it? Like walking around every day with that many people on the street. Or is that just Times Square I'm thinking about? I don't know. I just automatically assume. Let me stop doing that. This poor girl, man, they just took her fucking... They just, they just snatched her shirt. 
She gonna need therapy. <laughs> that dude just got his ass whooped real quick. He's like, hey, I'm new here. What's your name? I know you're a teacher and everything, but we don't have to tell anyone. You're just the, the, the obvious drug dealer. Which one's the obvious drug dealer? The one that this dirty looking motherfucker right here or the one with the suit on? Got a briefcase full of shit. Oh, Kid Ray. I forgot this actor's name. I'll tell y'all uh, when I look it up at some point. God damn, he got look at that. How can you can't even hide that? I guess he doesn't care. But he looks like an extra in Beach Street. Like if he was part of Ramo's crew or something like that. Because y'all remember, like, Beach Street fans out there, y'all remember how dirty Ramo was? Not Ramo, um, what was the dude's name that killed Ramo? Spit. Spit looked like a dirty bastard. This is another one of those movies, man. And, and this is what I love about these, these high school films. If you go back and watch certain movies, you see a lot of shit going on in the background you never noticed before. Poor Sam's was so happy to buy crack. And Kanisha's just looking at him. This actress, let me see what the actress name that plays Kanisha Carter. I think her last name was Carter. But um, she would go on to do a lot of stuff, man. But I always remember her from um, Malcolm Nettie. Karen Molina White. Yeah, I, I remember her from Malcolm Nettie. Damn. The teacher was just trying to do the right thing. Fuck. Oh my god. Even the kids that were watching the fight were like, yo, okay, we y'all taking this too far. Y'all just bashed that man's brains into the Even the teachers on the stretch are like, look, man, I am putting in my walking papers tonight. in my books the locker's empty <laughs> John G Avildsen I'm sorry I didn't even mention the director of this movie and shout out to Michael Schiffer for, for writing the script I don't know maybe I was so excited to cross the finish line and get this content done with y'all and for y'all that i you know i broke broke tradition man i didn't shout out the director and the writer i'm, I'm i feel like i'm going to hell for it even the janitors just walking past like do 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 i see such things all the time You know what would have been fucked up and would have made for a dark movie? If um, Sam's never got out of that locker. Well, actually, they ranked the schools and we were last. Oof. Oh, that's a crock. They can't just take my schools away. You're quite right. That's what I thought. But, well, no, see, actually, they can. What? 
House passed a bill last week. 75% of high school students must pass the minimum basic skills test. Or he just looks like the cliche, you know, well, how many teacher that's in every fucking high school movie. He just looks like he's terrified of everything. 38%? What in God's name are they doing down there at Eastside? They were your appointees, Don. Hey, now, wait a minute. Don't try to pin all this on me. You're the superintendent of schools, remember? Now, look, I'm not going down the tubes just because those kids can't pass some test. Some test. Can of worms, Don. The only person who will take this job is someone with nothing to lose. And then the question becomes, what do we want with him? I'm sitting here racking my brain. Finally, you're sitting there setting me up, Frank. Look, I know you like a book. Oh, wait a minute. No. This dude right here. No. Who, 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 what else no, was no, he no, in? No, 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 not that nut. No, no way. The only guy I can think of. He's like, God damn it. Alan North, what was he in, man? He was in something. He looked like he was an extra in the thing. Looked like he could have been like Blair's brother or something. Oh, he was in a lot of shit. He was in Glory, Highlander. He was in The Long Kiss Goodnight? Cosby Show, Hill Street Blues. Yo, I didn't even see, man. I'm off my game, people. I didn't even mention the fact that Tony Todd is in this movie. A year before he would go on to do one of the greatest roles of his career. No, it wasn't Candyman. It was Ben in Night of Living Dead. 1990. I understand Joe's Exactly. I understand Joe Clark's motivation here and his 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 reaction if anything. I understand it 200%. It's like, okay, y'all voted me out and now y'all back kissing my ass. Y'all y'all crawling back and want me there? Cuz now y'all need help? Cuz it turned into exactly it turned into exactly what he didn't want it to, and now y'all need me? I'm sorry, man. Like, I've become... Let me say something to y'all. Let me get very personal for a second. I've, I've grown a lot um, over the course of the last year or two. And I've been pretty transparent about what I... Like, some of the shit that I've been through, people. I have. Because <coughs> I feel like you guys are a really good outlet. Um, and y'all don't even charge me for the therapy sessions half the time. But there's a certain satisfaction. I, I understand... <clears throat> I understand if people get satisfaction out of when other people need them. 
Like, not in the sense that they're using people, taking advantage of people, but in the sense that the people that once cast you out when they need you again, all there is a satisfaction in that. You may sit down, Mr. O'Malley. Yeah. You, you done brown nosing? Because I don't want to hear none of this shit. Look at Tony Todd in the back. He is Candyman in that moment. You think you can run this school? If you could, then I wouldn't be here, would I? No one talks in my meetings. Mm-hmm. No one! You take out your pencils and write. Tuh. I want the names of every hoodlum, drug dealer, and miscreant who's done nothing but take this place apart on my desk by noon today. Oh, that's right. He's going to kick them all out. Reverend Slappy. Yes, sir. Slappy? You are now the chief custodian, Reverend Slappy. You will scour this building clean. Graffiti goes up, it's off the next day. Is that clear? Yes, sir, the very next day. Detention students can help you. Let them scrub this place for a while. And tear down those cages in the cafeteria. You treat them like animals, that's exactly how they'll behave. This is my new dean of security, Mr. William Wright. He will be my avenging angel as you teachers reclaim the halls. Tony Todd's like, yeah, motherfuckers, y'all know what it is. Learning, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> if you can't control it, how can you teach? Discipline is not the enemy of enthusiasm. Mr. Zarella. Yes, sir. So he is speaking Mr. Zarella, another language. you're now my new head football coach. Mr. Darnell. Stand up, Mr. Darnell. Mr. Darnell will be your assistant. You know why you're being demoted, Mr. Darnell? Because I'm sick and tired of our football team getting pushed all over the field. Thank you. Sit down. Damn. Oh, precision. I want a weight program. And if you don't like it, Mr. Darnell, you can quit. <laughs> Same goes for the rest of you. Yo, that dude right there next to Michael Beach. I think that's um, I think that's mental from Dumb and Dumber. That means I can hardly read. And I can hardly hear. Does you keep yelling? I think that is the dude that played mental in uh, Dumb and Dumber. Mike Starr, yep. One year, one school year to turn this place around. Yep, that's him. To get those test scores up. So the state will not take us over to perform the task which you have failed to do. To educate our children. Forget about the way it used to be. This is not a damn democracy. We are in a state of emergency and my word is law. Hmm. There's only one boss in this place, and that's me. The HNIC. Are there any questions? The so fact I- that he called himself that, and, you know, it's not just a room full of black people. There's a room, it's a room full of white people also. But the fact that he called himself that. The head nigger in charge. He's like, oh, there's no way I can see that shit. God, this is a goddamn disaster. This auditorium sequence, look at all these. This is ridiculous. Yo, that dude with the mullet. That's, um, he, he was Spider. What's his name? Spider in Goodfellas. He's the dude that gets shot in the foot. And then um, Joe Pesci ultimately ends up killing him. He's in a lot of Italian movies. 
It's the shittiest freestyle ever. Carried herself like a super prostitute. She was walking like one of those fucking hookers in Grand Theft Auto 3. I like that teacher. I think her name is Miss Levias. Wait, let me check. The one that ends up singing Lean on Me at the end of it or towards the end. Oh, Mrs. Powers. Uh, Miss Levias is Beverly Todd. I'm getting these names all fucked up today, people. Joe Clark is like, Jesus, we got to break out the, the tasers, batons, blockades, battering rams. Damn. Sit your stupid ass down. I love that in in like in a lot of these movies there's always a um a principal or teacher favorite that you know is going to play into you know the story later on and Kanisha's got a really it she 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 goes through some really fucked up shit and it's a lot of uh like this movie holds up so well even though it came out in 89 like a lot of the fashions dated the music doesn't matter the themes hold up really well man like the shit that a lot of these kids go through like kanisha for example she you know teen pregnancy broken home stuff like that it's relevant still They like we got a school song. That's crazy how all those kids ain't shit, and they know they don't even know they're getting expelled. Why does my man have a gray blazer on? Oh, and that dude with the mullet that I said was in Goodfellas, he was Jojo. Jojo the Tire Man from Bad Boys. Alright, all right, Kanisha. Let him finish. Relax. 
You are all expurgated. They like, haha, wait, what's that mean? <laughs> Shit. They're like, who you call an expurgated? <laughs> look at the security. They got them right the fuck off that stage. Tony Todd picked his little ass up. Like, you, you must not know. Next time, it may be you. <laughs> if you do no better than they did, next time, it will be you. <laughs> I remember putting this. Uh, I remember putting that clip on uh, TikTok, and my caption says something along the lines of like, "When James Gunn walked over, over when James Gunn walked into Warner Brothers in DC and cleaned the slate." <laughs> that motherfucker told, you know, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. He told all of them like, "Y'all done. Get him up out of here." It's fucked up though, man. I'm not gonna make this a whole DC thing, but. The white? Why he say it like that? The responsibility is yours. In two weeks, we have a practice exam, and the minimum basic skills test on April 13th. That's 110 school days from now. But it's not just about those test scores. If you do not have these basic skills, you will find yourselves locked out. Locked out of that American dream that you see advertised on TV that they tell you was so easy to get. You are here for one reason, one reason only. To learn, to work for what you want. The alternative is to waste your time. And to Joe, Cl- the man, Morgan Freeman plays this shit like he's every teacher. Like he's the principal, but he teaches everything. Every single subject he teaches, and then some. To the new Eastside High, aka Welcome to Death Row. He should have dropped. Now, if they would have remade this in 2023, which there's no reason to do it, he would have dropped the mic and walked off. I thought that was fucking Lance Henriksen in the background. <laughs> like a combination of Lance Henriksen and, and uh, Ed Harris. Jesus. Lynn Thigpen, she's a great actress, man. But... <clears throat> I could not stand her. <clears throat> Excuse me, people. Damn. <clears throat> could not stand her in this fucking movie. He insulted the black football coach. The man's gone crazy. He's declared war on his own people. I remind you, Miss Barry, that Mr. Clark was nice enough to come.
come to this emergency meeting after a very trying day. That's what he gets paid for. I think we owe him a chance to respond. She looking like she want to just kill his ass. They say one bad apple spoils the bunch. He's like, well, I don't need apples. Rotten to the core. Now, you're right, Mrs. Barrett. This is a war. It's a war to save 2,700 other students. Most of whom don't have the basic skills to pass the state exam. Now, if you want to help us fine, sit down with your kids and make them study at night. Don't get your families off welfare. Dare you talk to these people Give about Give our children some pride. Let them get their priorities straight. When Dr. Napier came to me offering this job, I saw the lightning flash. Jesus, man, he could be a pastor. Like, it's like everything he says just leads perfectly into the last portion of what he's saying. So well timed, man. <laughs> Begging you, please. Oh man, he turned this shit into a sermon. You know damn good. Now, I mean this. More than you realize. You're no earthly good at all. Then Eddie Murphy as Maximilian from Vampire Brooklyn just pops up. Evil's good and ass is good. And he didn't say, Joe, be polite. Do whatever you have to. To transform and transmogrify this school into a special place where the hearts and souls and minds of the young can rise, where they can grow tall and blossom <laughs> out from under the shadows of the past. And you will know my name is the Lord. <laughs> Oh, I love it. He turned this shit into church. He turned everybody against her just that fast. That's why I threw those bastards out. Wow. And they like, hold up, Mr. Clark, when's the next sermon? And she's like, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker for real. Look, 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 look at Sam's. Looking like a lost puppy. Reality kicked in for his ass. He he been out of school for two days. Mr. Clark, I wanted to talk to you about those kids you threw out yesterday. What about? Well, I was one of them, but conversation over. Bye. Mistake. Yes, sir. What's your name, son? Sam's Thomas. Freshman? Yes, sir. Cutting class and smoking crack, Mr. Sam's? Don't Jesus. No, sir. It wasn't me, sir. I swear it wasn't. Wasn't you? No. I think this was Jermaine Hopkins' first role, man. And he did a pretty good fucking job in this movie, man. I was watching an old interview of him talking about, you know, he was telling a Tupac story on Juice. He was talking about, like, stories from the set. 
and stuff like that. His interviews are always good. Another role that a lot of people don't talk about that it, it was a comedic role, but he was funny as fuck in uh, How to Be a Player. Man, he just he was trying to bag something and learn the game so bad. <clears throat> Let me tell you something. Trouble with being a teenager is you don't know nothing. The problem with teenagers is you think you're smarter than people who've already been down the road you're traveling. You know what I'm trying to say to you, boy? Do you? It's a classic scene right here. Everybody quotes it. Everybody remembers it. Look at me, damn it! No, sir. Why not? No guts, huh? Afraid of what he's gonna say to you, aren't you? My father doesn't live with us anymore, sir. Oh, is that what you're doing now? Go around feeling sorry for yourself, boy? Huh? Go on, get out of here. You're wasting my time. Please let me back, sir. <laughs> I have to get back in school. I can't go home and tell my mom I gotta get out of school. Now, why should I let you back into my school, Sams? Because I'm going to do better, sir. How? By doing my work. What else? It's staying out of trouble. What have you been thinking about all this time? Why should I believe you now? Because I changed my ways. I don't believe you, Sams. I don't think you've changed a thing. Go on, dump. No, I don't want to jump. <laughs> yes, you do. You smoke crack, don't you? You smoke crack, don't you? Look at me, boy. Don't you smoke crack? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Jesus. You know that does to you? Huh? No, sir. It kills your brain cells, son. It kills your brain cells. Now, when you're destroying your brain cells, you're doing the same thing as killing yourself. You're destroying the floor. Now, I say if you want to kill yourself... Don't fuck around with it. Go on and do it expeditiously. Whew. Go on and jump. Jump. Shit. No. I don't want to kill myself. Sorry. Now, I think this is PG-13. He definitely dropped the F-bomb. Yes, or is this rated R? I don't know. Let me, let me check. All right, Sam, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to go back on my own word. Just this once. Let you back into my school. Because you're still a baby and you don't know shit. <laughs> but you understand this, boy. You're not going to get a moment's rest. I'm going to be yeah, on this your is PG-13. You mess up just once. He said, I'm going to kick your ass. That's you what he should have said. Do you understand me? Yes, sir. I'm going back downstairs. <laughs> That's the calmest he talked to him the whole conversation. He's like, I'm going now. Stuff a little juice box. Now, I don't think he regretted that. I feel like he just was like, whew, one down, 300 to go. You know, if I can if I can get through to him by scaring the fuck out of him and telling him what life is really about, then I could probably get through to some other kids. It was almost like a moment of relief for him. At least I think so. Whoa, Mr. Clark, be careful. You kids having any problems? Yeah, I mean she is. Tell him. Oh, Mr. Clark, why do I have to take home? I want to take water shot. What a shot. She from New York? Or Boston? I mean, you got spoons for earrings. They're not spoons, but they look like spoons here. You know how much auto mechanics make? $17 an hour. He just looked out for her. 
What's up with you, bro? She looks just like you. <laughs> Mr. Clark just cock blocked him real quick. This punk ass bitch, Richard. I, I don't, I don't fucking like him. He the one that get Kanisha knocked up, and he's trying to be like chairman of the board, like Mr. Clark believes in us. And she put his ass right on blast. Look at this fucking asshole. Kid Ray, I just bought this blazer this morning. Just like you, Mr. Gotta have the juice. With a fucking pinky ring he got out of the 25 cent candy machine. How many times have I told you, boy? Put that down. Something in your head, not on it. Pull your pants up. See? Fucking up already. Have some kind of dignity. Have some sense. What's he doing hanging out with you, boys? You're all seniors. You're providing a deleterious influence here. Um, Mr. Clark, he's my cousin. He's just going over music. Music, huh? These dudes, uh, Jermaine Hopkins and these guys, I'm mad I don't know their names in particular, but they get together, they've gotten together for a couple interviews and videos, and they've done that, that sequence where they sing the school song in the bathroom, and I like, it's good to see all of those dudes still alive and well. To look at this slovenly, sloppy boy here. Slovenly? Is that Russian? As an example of how not to dress. Now, if you look like this... When you look in your mirrors in the morning, find something else to put on. <laughs> and take your ass back home. Self-respect permeates every aspect of your life. If you don't have it for yourselves, you're not going to get it from anywhere. Now, to prove their self-respect, Mr. Sams and his friends here... You boys stand up. Sam's and his friends are going to sing our school song. I want absolute silence. No one is permitted to move during the singing of the school song. All right. Let's hear it. Terrible. No one is permitted to move during the singing of the song. I was speaking of Report to my office. Immediately. like first of all you you wanted to fire me because that all, all that report to my office shit talking like like you know thank god i've never like i've worked for some assholes before man i have but <clears throat> somebody like that nah because you're gonna have to fire me or rumble me like we not we're not playing them games it's all about how you talk to people you can be an authoritative figure but don't talk to people in general like don't talk to people like that i remember this song oh let me I just fucked that note all up. We ain't gonna do that. I want everyone at Eastside High to learn the school song and to sing it on demand or be suspended. Knock in the seat for that? Yes, certainly, Mr. Clark. All right, everyone, from the top. Mrs. Ready? May I see you in the hall, please? Now. 
desk now. Mrs. Powers, will you please see if you can get these people together? If you sing like that in New York, we will not be invited back. <laughs> I liked her a lot more in this movie than I did in Dangerous Minds. I'm sorry, Mr. Clark, if you weren't getting enough attention, but I'm trying to train a chorus. And you don't think the school song is important enough to warrant a little interruption, is that right? The school song is fine, but we were doing Mozart. I was right in the middle of a difficult part. If you would like us to respect your work, you could try to appreciate ours. Who True that. Think you're talking to? She ain't lying. A man who seems to be threatened when any other adult in this school does something that the children like. Mrs. Powers, I want it quiet in here right now. He hates that song, by the way. I would love to chat, Mr. Clark, but I have a concert next week in New York, and I would like to be prepared. What? Prepared? <laughs> you don't know what that means. It means capable, ready, and up to your job. Mm. What concert, Mrs. Elliot? The one at Lincoln Center. We do it every year. Until now, your concert is canceled. What? Canceled! You do know what canceled means, don't you, Mrs. Elliot? Mm. Over, finished, terminated. What? Petty He's Murphy. You're not telling me for oh, one I thing. I filed a form in your office. Why did you talk to your parents? And for rank and subordination. You questioned my judgment, my competence, well, my I don't intelligence. Want to get into this. You're the one who comes around here to bother me. You, you're a bully, a despicable man. I have nothing to say. All right, let's just accommodate that, Mrs. Elliot. You're fired. You need a psychiatrist. Get out. Right now. Fine, fine. Fired, fired. You will hear from my lawyer. I wonder if her hand hurt it when she slapped the wall like that. Extreme methods, man. But I I love her in this movie. She's not in it a lot, but I like her in this way more than um Dangerous Minds because she Mr. stood up Clark to him and somebody needed to. These miscreants don't know the school song. They've got three days' detention. Mr. Donnell into my office. It's like I get what he's trying to do, but I'm like I said, it's all about how you talk to people. Somebody had to tell him what it was. Said, no one moved during the singing of the school song. Now, if you can't understand that, find yourself another place to work. I was picking up a piece they of paper. They contradicted me in front of my students. They're my students. They are my students, Mr. Donnell. Just what are you trying to prove? I'm working my ass off of you. Took the demotion. I'm doing my job. <laughs> You're just getting your rocks off by treating me like trash. No, sir. That's what you were picking up. Damn it. <laughs> you give me the goddamn respect you would damn well want yourself, or I will kick your black ass. <laughs> <laughs> right now. <laughs> 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 he wanted to whoop. <laughs> he shook his head like, boy, I will whoop your ass. <laughs> Mr. Clark's looking at his desk like, man, I've organized that all yesterday. Now I've got to do it God. over. Mr. Donnell is suspended. Indefinitely. You don't have the power to suspend the teacher. Then I can recommend. Ms. Ruiz, get me the forms. Yes, sir. Mr. Clark, please. Mr. Darnell is more than just a football coach. He teaches English. Not anymore. But the state practice test is tomorrow. See how Mr. Darnell got suspended indefinitely? This is a, a villain origin story because he would go on to um, he would go on to have a son that would be Black Manta in Aquaman. Michael Beach is also in Saw 10, which is coming out today, people. Or which it actually is already out today. And just right. 
nasty ass just spit a spit but like spitballs we didn't play them games in school at least I didn't <clears throat> other people might have but don't blow no motherfucking spitball at me that's it I'm leaving when people tell me about getting grades up my reply am I getting paid what stupid ass song god this song but it fits the movie She's a witch. She hates me. Filling all my classes. I don't give a damn. This 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 song should have been called No Fucks Given. Success. I making it. <laughs> Jesus. I hope this was just a song and this artist really wasn't so hard on himself. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, I can't stand this motherfucker. Because he really gets Kanisha knocked up and then he bails on her. Am I supposed to wait for them? Why don't you get yourself down the track? Or they're probably riding on some desk. Bring them back there where they can do some good. The town, but didn't live quite long enough to regret it. But now, ladies and gentlemen, for the grand finale, Miss Levias, if you would. He looks like the fucking black kid from Captain Planet, just a little lighter. He didn't build that shit. And what's the bad news? <laughs> God damn. Why was Kid right? First of all, he earned, he earned that ass whooping. Why are you letting that boy slap you around like that? Mr. Clark got a mean swing, boy. Did we ever find out who let this motherfucker in school? The kid Ray's like, what? Am I dying? Fuck. This definitely is. Uh, that was a big risk. Probably seemed like the right thing to do. They're playing this heroic... Eastside High remix theme, um, but it is a it's a fire hazard. Like if a fire broke out, those doors are chained, locked. In a panic, I don't think there would be enough time to get all of them open. Now they don't do the standard ten days later, one week later type of captions that pop up. So like, did Kanisha just find out she was pregnant that same day? She's like, I, I told you. I didn't get booked for Malcolm and Eddie. He's like, but you will, baby. I've known you more than half your life. What's the matter? How are your grades? Hmm? 
And not too good. Well, why not? You're a smart girl. You shouldn't be having any problems. I don't have no place to live. Well, where's your mother? She won't want me no more. Come with me. Come on. Let's see what I can do about this. Miss Levias, you know Kanisha Carter. Can you go on ahead, Miss Ruiz? See you all right? Who's the father? Kanisha here is having a problem at home. I want you to pull her file, talk to her, and then get back to me. Okay. Come on, Kanisha. Oh, God. This sad-ass part. Forgot about this. Never made a difference. This was such a fucking sad sequence. Oh, it's Halloween. Look at the little kitties. Clark looked up like, who the fuck threw that pumpkin? Plot twist, it was Laurie Strode on the roof. Jesus, look at that sink full of dishes. Who's there? Mrs. Carter? Mrs. Carter doesn't live here. Mama, it's me. Mrs. Carter, it's Joel Levias from Eastside. I'm here with Mr. Clark. She's like, I told this girl not to come the fuck back home. I don't know if the mom, the, the the actress here that plays Kanisha's mom, was in another movie. I'm not sure. Been a long time, Mrs. Carter. Please come in. She looked terrified of her mom. Came in like a lost little field mouse. I've been meaning to. Come by and talk to you. Mind if I try and act civilized for a moment? Offered you to a seat. Mrs. Carter, I ran into Kanisha in the halls. Talking about her grades. She says you don't want her around anymore. I don't expect your sympathy. Huh? If I ruined my life, I know that's my business to deal with that been hard enough. When Kanisha was in the fifth grade, you were one of my most active parents. You were always at school helping out. Well, we I don't... don't mean to pry, Mrs. Carter, but Kanisha has a gift. She's a she mutant. spark, and we have to look after her. Why would she think you wouldn't want her? I had Kanisha when I was 15. I don't want no welfare, so I quit school, work, Came home at night, didn't have no life. Just buy another one. So when she was old enough to take care of herself, so I thought I ran out and I got one fast. Is that what you're doing now? I'm just not getting back on my feet, you know. As I get clean, I see myself for what I am. And I don't want her to see me like this no more. 
So when the people from the foster home came by, I thought it was the right thing to do. Why would I want to get rid of her? I love her more it's, it seems like she's kind of talking in circles here. Like, what's what's going on with you? And like, look, I I understand, man. Like, as a parent, I go through shit, but there's it's never crossed my mind ever to not be there, ever. We you there are parents that just decide not to be there, don't call, don't write, don't visit, um, don't make time. You know, don't do anything so frankly, like that. That is very weird to me, man. You understand? I feel like if there's no drive or ambition prior to being a parent, that gives you so much life, man. That gives you so much purpose. Thanks, Bob. And sometimes it's just a cop out. Like sometimes people just don't want to be don't want to be parents, and maybe they shouldn't be. Why should he just grow Mr. Clark like that? Is that? On the doors. Thought you people didn't like chains. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that line. That was reckless. Did you see this yet? He lucky Mr. Clark didn't lay his ass out like he did that drug dealer. You people, what do you mean? Was that Principal Crazy Joe Clark fights with you know, former student? You know, all of your shit comes down on my head. Oh, Frank, look, this, this, let me talk. It's like you're a big bird with radar, and I'm tired of getting hit. Hmm? Is this my fault? This is nothing. I've got union lawyers threatening me, and it's talk of a walkout. Well, let them. They're not teaching anything down there anyway. Then it's your job not to do something about it. Not one of them has a personal stake in that school, Frank. Not one. The fire chief was just here. He says it's illegal to bar those doors. Ooh, Mrs. why would they do that? Oh, my God. I didn't think they was going to do it today, people. I just saw um, I just saw a notification. They just dropped the Toxic Avenger Red Band trailer for the reboot. Ooh, I don't know if I want to record it today and drop it tonight or record it today and drop it tomorrow. I don't know. I thought it felt like he was talking to me. Let me shut up. You're alienating everybody. Look at you. You have no life. Your wife left you. I ought to walk out on you myself. Go ahead. Bail him on out. But I said I would back you up. That's what you said, Frank. That's what you said. Brother, I will go to the fire with you. But you are not taking care of business. This shit you're pulling now, you just gone plain loco. Now you suspend Darnell. What the hell was that? Darnell is symptomatic of the disciplinary problem. He is that a good, strong, young black teacher. Huh. So he dumped that desk right on top of your head. Well, right on. Good for him. You will reinstate that man, you hear? And then you fire Mrs. Elliot. Why? Because she didn't want to kiss your ass. Well, I wouldn't either. How about that? Mrs. Elliot has an ego. Yeah, well, you lost the best teacher we had. We couldn't get her back now if we wanted I don't have time for Mrs. Elliot's problem. Well, you better make time. We are being crucified by a process that is turning blacks into a permanent underclass there, Frank. A permanent underclass. No, no, see, nobody wants to talk about that. Nobody. Mrs. Elliot's missionary zeal about Mozart has nothing to do with our problem. Nothing. What good is Mozart going to do a bunch of children who can't go out and get a job? Joe, your personal battles are going to cost us the war. Mm. Damn. 
heavy. What the hell you think I'm worried about? End of discussion. Debate is over. You will write a formal apology. I will what? A formal apology for your treatment of Mrs. Elliot and Darnell and for your vicious and thoughtless insult to the women of this community. You will kowtow. You will step and bench. Frank, if you think you can get me. used to it, it's the way of the world. How on discipline that goddammit start by accepting mine because contrary to popular opinion I'm the head nigger in charge damn yo one of the best acting moments in the movie come on let's get something <laughs> probably arguably the best acting moment in the movie those two just acting monsters going at it like that. You really think you bad, don't you? <laughs> That's how you can tell they've been homies for a long time. Curse each other out to the high heavens. It's like, come on, man, let's get something to eat. For you, goggles. Yo, the irony that he would be in the Dark Knight trilogy <laughs> alongside Batman, yo. How about that? I'll be back. With a smaller set of glasses and some thinner frames. He had to swallow his pride for a second. I like that moment though. Right. He be talking to her, fucking just Ike Turner on steroids, like. What was that altercation about? Alteration? What am I, parents in Titan? <laughs> Fight your head in the camera. All right, asshole. Don't get cute with me. Mr. Clark, I've already had enough shit for this paper. But why did he come after you? You dealing drugs in my school? Mr. Clark, we don't need to get into this. He's like, because if you are, let me get a nickel bag. I don't think I'm cut out for this, you know, school and all. What? I just came to say goodbye. That's sad, man. And what he's about to tell him is even sadder. Dropping out on me. I'm dropping out. I'm moving on. I got You'll be I dead was. in a year, son. You hear what I'm saying? You'll be dead in a year. That's reality for you, boy. I'm surprised they didn't give him some type of freeze frame, you know, like after school special freeze frame when he walked off. It just freezes on him. The caption pops up. Kid Ray would go on to trip over his own shoelaces five minutes later. Jermaine Hopkins with the beatbox. He's got to either rap or do a beatbox in every movie he's in. It's almost like a milestone moment. 
He brought that Uchi Coochie line back in a uh, juice. I was doing that Uchi Coochie, my face. Where are you running off to? And why don't you have a book in your hand? I got lunch in gym and the teacher says... Why did I let you back in here? To get an education, sir. How are you going to get an education if you don't read? I read. When do you get your report card? Next week. Miss James says I'm getting a B. I knew you were. Good for you. I know it too, um. See you later, okay, Mr. Clark? Nice tie. What he should have did was go into the bathroom where he was already gone. He made yourself look obvious. Get back here. See what you got in here. You don't want to go in there, Mr. Clark. It stinks. It stinks. Quick, everybody look busy like we're doing something. My, my, my. <laughs> Aren't you my... Oh, my God. Aren't you my little songbirds from the cafeteria? <sighs> my apologies, people. It's a bit of a lag here. <laughs> well, I'm sure you've learned the school song by now. Fucking technology. You better know it. Because this time, if you don't get it right, you're suspended for 10 days each. Now, is that clear? Is that clear? Yes, sir. All right, then. School song. Let me hear it. All right, fellas. Let him hear it. Miss <clears throat> uh, Sam, the vocal coach, the conductor. Looking at him like, nigga, sing the rest of it. <laughs> Look at Mr. Clark's face, yo. They bodied this shit, though. They did an interview years ago where they sang the song again, and they still sounded decent. They should have been like a group after this movie came out. Answer me. I know you didn't do it yourselves. Sam's. What? He wasn't even paying attention. Speak up! Mrs. Powers. Mrs. Powers, eh? Snitching. Come with me, all of you. I mean, they didn't have they didn't have AI technology to blame for it back then, so. Jesus, I mean, the girls sound good. The guys sound like shit in that choir. In that good news, in that good news, in that good news. Like, damn. We need intonation, phonation, accuracy, and pitch. Now, this is your note. Mrs. Powers is a G. I love her character. God damn, why slam him into the fucking piano like that? Children thought the song was a bit boring. Boring, huh? Mrs. Powers has Mrs. very Powers, interesting eyes. I never eyes. heard a school song like that. And I certainly never authorized you to change it. Did I? Did I? Oh, you did. I want everyone in this school to learn that song in English and Spanish. Immediately. 
Take a bow, Mrs. Powers. You've rewritten our alma mater. That was a great moment right there. Didn't it give you the little sped up version? Everybody's like, why is he being so nice today? Mrs. Darnell's like, what the fuck? He doesn't shake hands. Fellas. They killed that shit, man. I hope they got Instagram pages because I'll tag them to this shit too. Hopefully they listen and they hear me being, you know, um, beside myself with compliments and shit. Practice test. <laughs> it's not funny. I'm sorry, like, it, but he's looking. He's, they, you know, the passing score was 75. They got a 33%. But he opened that shit like when Clark Griswold <laughs> won his fucking Jelly in a Month Club. <laughs> Said hallelujah. Holy shit. Where's the Tylenol? He's like, all right, Mr. Clark, don't damn. I believe you as bad as you seem, so I'm going to give you a chance to revitalize your <coughs> I want you to set up a student peer tutoring program. Yes, sir. We'll see if the students can't help themselves. Lord knows you <laughs> teachers aren't doing the job. Damn. Mr. Vice. Yes, sir. I want remedial reading on Saturdays. Yes, Mr. Clark. We'll have to ask for volunteers at regular pay because we can't afford overtime. Mr. Clark. Yes, Mrs. Santos. The problem isn't our pay. What is the problem as you see it, Mrs. Santos? How to get the students in on Saturday, sir. You hear that, people? Mrs. Santos says, how do we get the students in on Saturdays for remedial reading? Well, I'll tell you how. We'll go to their homes. We will talk to their folks. If their folks can't read, they can come in, too. The only way we're going to get anything done is to get everyone involved. And that goes for all of you. It's time to get involved. I like that song by Raphael Sadiq and Q-Tip. Everyone in this section, put both your hands above your heads. Whoa. Raise your hands. Put them out. Then Mr. Clark just really pulls out a gun. Everybody empty your motherfucking pockets. You people represent the 70% of our students who just failed the practice exam. 70%. But that is not their failure. I don't blame them. The failure is yours. That's right, yours. How many hours do you spend preparing your lesson plans? How often do you stay after school 
to give those children, the ones you know needed, the extra help that they require. Keep your hands up. <laughs> now you are getting a hint of the kind of hopelessness and shame that makes those failing students throw up their hands at the thought of facing a world for which you have not prepared them. Hmm. You are getting the merest inkling of the despair they feel when left to the mercy of the streets. Keep your hands up high. Now look around at yourselves. Turn and look at yourselves. They are like, we look ridiculous. <laughs> because you are failing to educate them. This is the posture that many of our students will wind up in. Only they'll be staring down the barrel of a gun. Mm-mm-mm. It is a listen. Extreme methods, yes. We keep we keep talking about extreme methods, extreme methods, and tyrannical activities, yes, people. But he is listen. It is a harsh reality. A lot of people aren't aren't ready to face or hear about. Cylinder, right? Yeah. I was very excited to learn about shapes and shit. That is until we started getting into the crazy shit. Whoa, a dot Sephirondicon? I can never pronounce that shape. Again, this is probably the only movie Michael Beach was a really solid, wholesome, good character. Every other thing, Aquaman, Soul Food, Waiting Eggs Hill, First Sunday. I haven't seen Saw 10 yet. Like I said, it came out today. But um, I can almost assure you if he ends up in a trap, he did it. I like that Kanisha and her mom are back on good terms, too. Then Kanisha's mom's probably like, you know, when you're done this homework, you got to get out again, right? I need you out of here. Oh, she wasn't pregnant in that scene. She she sees, what the hell's his name, Robert or some shit? Okay, right, 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 right. Because the next time she, Mr. Clark sees her, she's like, I got pregnant. I'm not going to lie to y'all. Um, uh, years ago. One of my neighbors said that same exact line to me. My neighbor was like on her porch crying or something like that. I was like, yo, like you alright? It wasn't mine, by the way. I had to, I had to clarify that shit immediately because I know I got quiet after that. Probably somebody probably put two and two together in the wrong way, but my neighbor was like, yeah, I got pregnant. I'm just like, damn, it's fucked up. But it's like you kind of don't know what to say when you're not really close to people like that. Come on over here. How you doing? Good to see you. Oh, fine, Mr. Clark. How's your sister doing? Uh, not so good, Mr. Clark. I think she broke a leg. She broke a leg? That's good. That's good. <laughs> so that's good. If you have any problem whatsoever, you come to my office. You understand? Let me give you the key. Ooh, your office. Ooh, that ain't the key. <laughs> Sam, Sam, where's Sam? Does anybody see Sam? Sam's? Put your pants up, son. I tell you, put something in your head. Clarence, come here. Get your hormones under control, boy. Let, let me feel you, bud. Turn around. Clarence, what do you think you're doing? I was just, I was, I was just, um, what is he doing? 
Is that me? Can he do me? Does he have the juice? No way, Mr. Clark. But yeah, she played along with it. Yo, Mr. Clark, I was just fooling around. Gotcha. They got a chant from Mr. Joe. I call that man Mr. Joe. Y'all know what I'm saying. Quarter to nine. He's like, God damn, I'm out of breath. <laughs> Sam's just fucking collapsed. <laughs> Jesus, this lady, she is, she won't stop at anything. How's he keep drug pushers out of his school if their buddies can just push open the exit doors and let them walk on in? She's got a point, sir. Rosenberg, this doesn't concern you. <laughs> this is above your pay grade, Rosenberg. <laughs> The one time he tries to step up and voice his opinion, they shut that shit right the fuck down. It's ridiculous. Oh, here go Goggles again. He's frying, you know, ants on the rug as we speak. Those fucking thick-ass glasses. He got those Tony Eyes Coke bottle glasses from Crooklyn. Apologize for the chief's use of language. I don't like none of you people. Oh, well, in that case, why don't we cut right through the formalities? Huh? What do you want? Clark! Just like that, huh? Head on a platter. She prefers you a think pike. I got an attitude. Well, let me just tell you what I think. I know why you like Clark. He's a guard dog, does your dirty work, keeps the black folk in line. That's fine. But you got to get reelected. I got enough folks lined up with me to give you a damn hard time, and I will get more, I will organize, I will beat the streets. Unless I do what? Appoint me to the school board so we can vote Clark out. Otherwise, we'll just have to vote you out. Vote me out. You know, it's always a pleasure to see citizens avail themselves of the democratic process. My job's going to be easy. You're not too popular these days, are you? All right, I'll sick the fire chief on clock. Will that satisfy you? Yes. And then I'll get the school board to dismiss him. And then you'll come out publicly for me. It'll be my pleasure, Mr. Mayor. Mm. You know, this reminds me of all those posts. That shit, um... It reminds me of all those posts on Facebook and Instagram where they show like all the super teams that were created in the NBA and it's like all this to stop one man and there's a picture of LeBron. They did all that to stop crazy Joe Clark. Excuse me, people. It's a hiccup out of nowhere. Now we just disrupt things. Give him another week to prepare for that test. What the hell was he just combing? That hair's on its way out the door, Pop Pop. I don't know why. I feel like Abe Vigoda should have been in this movie, man. I think Abe Vigoda would have been a nice little addition to it. 
one of my favorite Abe Vigoda roles, man. God rest his soul was uh, when he was in. What the hell was that? He was in Sugar Hill. Money got lost. Yeah, that's that's quite enough, fellas. I mean, at least the dude with the fucking red hair. At least he tried to hit a note. It's a nice moment. They didn't know how the world was going to go years later. Sure, she can play basketball. Look at Trey Young. Trey Young's what? Fucking 4 2? One of the best guards in the NBA. Really? You kids wait for me in my office. We'll talk about this. If you're going to all talk to me at one time, I'm not going to be able to do anything. Marcus, I know your problem. Now sit down. I'll be with you later. He's like, I don't have any itching cream for you. Fuck out. Now, Miss Ruiz. Miss Lynn, give Marcus a pass. Hi, is everyone here? Yes, sir. Everyone who asked. Good. Sit down, please. Let me have your attention. With the help of my ubiquitous clandestine informants, I have learned that the mayor has told the fire chief to catch me with those chains on the doors. They want to prosecute me and get me the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. And the security guards are our first line of defense. If you see the fire chief coming, stop him at the gates. Get on your walkie-talkies. Call in code 10. Got that? Code 10. Oh, that is the code. I forgot. We will repeat code 10 Later on, he's going to be like, Code 10, this is a joke cloud. Like it's the fucking military, yo. You will proceed expeditiously to your assigned door and remove the chains. <coughs> Good. Good. I presume your post. Mr. Levias, take over. We'll tell those kids in my office they have to go back to class. I'll meet them here at 7th period. Yes, sir. I think we got it under control. Don't we keep off Mr. Clark. Yes, Miss Levias. I have the promise report on the reading program. Good. Well, we're running out of time. I thought you might like to hear it. I would like to hear it, Mr. Levias. I would also like to hear the kids in my office, and Mr. Rosenberg, and Dr. Napier. But I can't be in ten different places at the same time, can I? So maybe my vice principal can do something without me for once. Say, okay, um, you could have just said later. I'll help you at seventh period, okay? Yeah, that was that was her breaking point. She's like, I have had it with this fucker talking to me like this. Shiny those floors Mr. are. Clark. Somebody did a good job buffing them shits. May I talk to you for a minute, please? He's like, what do you want, woman? What do you want? I want you to transfer me. To where? Out of here. You know, this doesn't surprise me one bit, Miss Levias. 
I have sensed resistance in you since our very first meeting. You're an ego, maniacal windbag. Mm. Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you. Here we go. You like a whip people who can't fight back. I thought I could take it because I had a father and the same kind of pain that makes you such a bastard, but I was wrong. Damn. Life is much too short. I will not endure you any longer. You will not endure me. And the only reason I haven't walked out and half the staff along with me is because those children need us here. The children. You're so busy talking discipline, you forget to educate. Is that so? Mm. And what the hell do you think I've been doing here all this time? So you cleaned it up. That was the easy part. That's the easy part. Those children want to be helped. They have worked their hearts out for you, Joe. Done everything we've asked of them, believe what we told them. But I feel sorry for them. They're not ready to take that test. What the hell are you talking about? I have done everything. Everything I, possible to get these I, teachers get a drink. always I. There are 300 teachers on the faculty here. You do not do it all alone. I don't have to stay here and listen to these accusations. You will listen. You will stand there and you will listen. All right, Ms. Levias. Black teacher was going to get with his ass for sure you've been flapping your mouth and you haven't heard a thing you haven't even seen what's painfully obvious i'll tell you what i do no, i'm talking now let me finish everybody here may not like you as a person but we all applaud your effort but what you don't understand is the same people who support you the ones that you're beating up you don't even take the time to say thank you job well done nothing you just step in their necks constantly abuse them, criticize them. what do you want from me what the hell do you want? I want you to get this straight. Most of the teachers here are here because they care about those children out there, this school, this fight. They are in it with you. They take it home at night, the same as you. They are part of those children's lives. You are thoughtless and cruel. Mm. And it hurts. Mm. And none of them deserve it. Mm. They are sick of it. Mm. And so am I. Mm. Got all up in his world. That's now that moment with him and Napier was one thing. That moment's another thing. That's another great moment. Cause she was, you could see it in her face, man. Like she was just trying and trying and trying, and he got her. Um, he got her transfer papers right there. What's this? Transfer your message. She's like, damn, nigga. I didn't think you was gonna take me serious about it. All right, people, here we are. This is the day. In one hour, you are going to take an exam administered by the state to test your basic skills and the quality of education at Eastside High. And I want to tell you what the people out there are saying about you and what they think about your chances. They say you are inferior. Just a bunch of niggas and spicks and poor white trash. Whoa, Mr. Clark. Education is wasted on you. You cannot learn. You're lost. I mean, all of you. I, I want all the white students to stand up. All my white students, stand up right now. Stand up. Come on. All my white students, stand up. Stand up. That's it. Come on. Stand up. That's it. These are my white children. And they're the Oh, this is more than they showed. They've got no place to go. If they had, they would have abandoned us a long time ago, like everybody else did. But they couldn't. So here they are at Eastside High, just like the rest of us. 
Well, they could have went to Parkmont from Dangerous Minds. Are you getting my point, people? It's kind of the same same environment. We sink, we swim, we rise, we fall, we meet our fate together. Now, it took the help of a good, good friend to make me know and understand that. And I do understand it, and I'm grateful. I'm eternally grateful. And now I've got a message for those people out there who've abandoned you and written you off. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. Good. You are not inferior. Your grades may be. Your school may have been. But you can turn that around and make liars out of those bastards in exactly one hour and you take the <laughs> and win. He got them going crazy in there. That's what they needed though, man. They needed a So here's what I want you to do. I don't like the you know sound blasphemous here, but they needed a messiah like figure to, to lead them in the right direction. Concentrate. Remember what's at stake. And show them what Eastside High is all about. A spirit that will not die. Every time I hear that, it sounds like they're going to do the shape stalks theme in Halloween. Dun, dun, dun. jamming i got to soulful shit look how proud mr clark looks right there Gotta rest in peace shout out to uh, Bill Withers too. She had to direct that line to Mr. Clark himself. This was a beautiful sequence. Like, all jokes aside, <coughs> there's going to be some conflict after this, but this was like the moment, man. And to see Miss um, Levias ball up her transfer paper, she's like, wow. 
Like, he really listened to everything I was saying. And she's just, like, she's soaking in this moment right now. And she caved in. She remembered why she was there in the first place. Everybody in that bitch jamming. Yo, if they remade Lean On Me, now I'm not saying they should, but in an alternate universe, if they remade Lean On Me, who would y'all cast as Joe Clark? Because I already know I would want Michael B. Jordan to play Mr. Darnell. I don't know, maybe... I think Lakeith Stanfield might be too young to play a Joe Clark. <coughs> but could y'all imagine, like, Lakeith Stanfield or just, like, imagine some of the, the, the popular younger black actors today playing, like, a, a teacher or principal, authoritative figure overall in a movie like this today. Like, imagine, like, Trevante Rhodes playing... You know, a principal or teacher trying to whip these kids into shape, or Donald Glover, or Brian Tyree Henry. A Daniel Kaluuya. Dan, if Daniel Kaluuya played like a teacher or principal that was trying to whip kids into shape, I'd be it'd be a horror movie. Cause I automatically thought of his character in Widows, where the cool kids are like literally they're they're, they're a rap group, a rap duo called the Cool Kids. If y'all haven't seen Widows, um definitely check that movie out but the tracking shot sequence with daniel kaluuya where he shoots those two dudes that are rapping that is he is terrifying just how long am i supposed to wait now you boys i'm messing with the wrong female i've been over there he won't let me in oh, poor little boy what? what the hell's going on thank god what? did you talk to her i thought we had made a deal you don't have to broadcast it all over town, do you? I have got a school board meeting tonight and enough votes to get Clark kicked out if I can show some proof he's got chains on those doors. Right. Now, we can still get that if you move on him today. Chief Gaines has already tried that. Bullshit. I've made promises of my own. I've got people lined up with me right now, and if I can't deliver any better than you, my credibility is shot, and I do not issue idle threats. And no, mm. because I don't want to hear it. Shut your ass up. That's basically what he said. Okay, Chief. Now, Mrs. Barrett here was promised some action. I think it's time we get a court order and get you past those guards. Sounds good to me. <laughs> yeah, this is where Kanisha finds out she's pregnant. What are you two ladies going in here? Lillian, aren't you supposed to be in class? Huh? Kanisha? What's going on here? You gotta be Lillian? a real friend to cut class to listen to your friend's problems. Kanisha, what's the matter? I got pregnant. He's like, oh, god damn it, girl. Please don't be mad. She's like, God damn it, Kanisha, you've been under my wing this whole movie. <laughs> it's fucked up, but like I like that he sit he you know he tells the girl to excuse herself. He sits down with with her and talks to her about it. I can't. Rich is the father. 
He says it's not his, but I know it is because I ain't never been with no other boy. I never meant for this to happen. Well, you girls never do. So many of you are bringing babies into this world just to prove you can accomplish something. And you're doing so well now, Kanisha. Well, there are other alternatives. I'm scared. I don't know what to do. Sorry, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to have your mother come to the school. Don't worry. The three of us will put our heads together, and I'm sure we'll be able to help you decide what's best for you. It's like, as far as Richard, right. we're going to have to go to DNA Diagnostics on Mari. Right, Eight o'clock in the morning. I'll call your mother myself. What is it, Mr. Wright? The fire chief. Where is he? He got past the gate. Colton! Colton, there's a dump. <laughs> the enemy is here. The enemy's here. <laughs> Motherfucker had Vietnam flashbacks. Oh, I hate how fucking smug her face was towards Mr. Clark. But specifically for conspiracy to violate the fire code. I got no problem with the fire code, Chief. The only problem here is you. And your problem is your mouth. Colton! Colton, is a dope lock! Get those chains off the doors! The end is here! How the hell did that tape recorder in 89 pick up the sound that that good? What did they get you for? What's the charge? What's this all about? It's about someone finally standing up to this man instead of taking his orders like a maid. Mm. How dare you speak about people like that? Shut up! You're finished! The school board's gonna hear this at 7 o'clock and we are gonna vote your black ass out. Yo, bitch! Vote on this! Fucking, uh, Miss Leviah should have slapped the shit out of her. I chained the doors. Now you break the law, you pay the price. Hey, yo, Mr. Clark, we still gotta go to class? Yes, you have to go. Goofy ass nigga. I love that his shirt says pump up the volume, though. That makes me want to watch that movie with, uh, what was that, Christian Slater and pump up the volume? He's like, Kanisha, put some money on my books, damn it! Normally, they would play this type of music when you about to go to commercial break. Lead on Me was brought to you in part by... School board meeting's about to begin. Do whatever we can. Have you thought about a new line of work? Perhaps an exciting career in electronics. <sighs> He's like, bitch, you about to be in here with me. And I'm about to do an even longer sentence for whooping your ass. I've got no complaints, Joe. As far as I'm concerned, what you accomplished down to school. Goddamn Those kids have a light in their eyes now that was never, never. Thanks, boss. You know, I'm always trying to teach my kids to stay out of jail. Look at me. <laughs> you go on. Do what you gotta do. 
Cage. That's his brother, man. And they, they understand what's going on. And I love how he put his fist up because he wants him he wants his brother to keep fighting the good fight, man. He has failed at his professional tasks. We brought him in to save our school from a takeover from the state. That was a mandate from our mayor. But the test scores on the practice exam were 35% below passing. Another thing that I like, it's not that I like it, but for what this movie, you know, how heavy this movie is already, I, there is racial tensions in this film. It's not like, it's not overbearing, but it's, it's definitely there. Appreciate your personal loyalty to Mr. Clark, but he has let our children down. And our loyalty should be to them. Our loyalty should be to the man we hired. It's like, lady, all this because your fucking nephew or son got kicked out of school? He, okay, he was just banging that gavel just to do it. Mr. Clark's like, I know that song. Who is that? Look at that. That is that shot right there. That is monumental. He's looking like you crazy. See, you motherfuckers are crazy as I am. He said, is this thing on? Like he doing stand-up or something. He's just smiling in his cell. That is music to his ears. We're in a tough spot here. No. And I have to ask your help, Joe. Huh. It's not for me. It's for those kids out there. Again, like I said, the satisfaction of when they need you, man. You have to send them home. I don't have to do nothing but stay black and die. Oh, if I'm crying out loud. First of all, I would tell them we ain't nothing alike. Don't, don't you ever. 
But he hit him in his soft spot. Now, he did have a point, though. <clears throat> he did have a point. Listen, um, you know, not to, you know, put this on the, the, you know, I'm not trying to make light of this shit, but it is definitely going on out here in, in Philly, man. Like, what he just said, imagine if we had a riot on our hands and, you know, the kids would be the only ones getting hurt. That shit's going on right now. Just over, you know, this week, something happened, something transpired, uh, and there's a bunch of kids just running around looting, destroying, you know, property stores and destroying their neighborhoods. And the cops are in full force, locking these kids the fuck up, beating these kids up. And it's like they're they're kids. Don't get me wrong, but play stupid games. You win stupid prizes like this is why I said the, the relevance of this movie today. These kids could use a fucking Joe Clark. But yeah, that um, I had to bring that up in that moment because it definitely made it made me think that that's going on. I'm seeing it all over social media. These kids out here is running around downtown acting a fucking fool, and I think it's real lame. Like kids and adults. Oh, it's adults too. Don't get me wrong because they put up mug shots and shit of um a lot of people that got caught and been charged for the for the looting and the rioting, and a lot of them are adults, which is even more pathetic. Clown, step your ass back or go home. Tell him, girl. <laughs> he meant that shit too. <laughs> they ain't trying to hear nothing this lady saying. What I was about to say real quick, people, um, and I and I'll stop all the riot and talk uh, after I finish my thought. But um, what I was about to say was, I I think it's real lame and just just real sad that people use these, you know, police shootings and the verdicts. They use that shit as a crutch, as an excuse. To oh let's go out we're so upset that this you know this tragedy happened let's go out and 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 protest but the protest turned into a riot the riot turns into y'all just looting stores and just stealing shit bum nigga shit like I hate that shit y'all don't give a fuck about the verdict y'all don't give a fuck about people that get shot or lose their lives and the police shootings and all of that y'all just want an excuse to do something stupid in the neighborhoods that y'all live in it, it's real sad. He's like, but my ass got to get some sleep. Now listen. Listen. If I've taught you anything, I have tried to give you respect for the law. Now I want you all to go home in orderly fashion. Your forces have been heard. <laughs> when he can't even get through to him. Mr. Clark, I've 
Try to call him by his full name. He's like, these motherfuckers done failed the exam again. I'm fucking smiling like I passed the basic <laughs> skills test just now. That's a yo, that's such a good moment. Look at Lynn Thigpen. She saw your shit in the background. I love that moment between them two. They looking like, yo, we did it. Oh, you thought you thought he was about to give you some kind words? No. <laughs> Mr. Clark is like, kiss my ass. I got the last laugh. We all do. another moment he's like yo you did it man like he's looking at joe like yo you did that brother i love how he just passed the baton to sam's and gave him <laughs> gave him uh the bullhorn damn i'm getting a little goosebumpy right now people Then a caption pops up and it's like Joe Clark was arrested five minutes after walking out of the jail cell for unpaid parking tickets. But no, people. Um, oh, what a bittersweet moment. Oh, I forgot the the um, closing credits are them graduating and Mr. Clark having his words to them. That is, oh God, such a beautiful, great film, man. We have survived the basic minimum skills test at Eastside High, people. We, 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 we've done it. We, not only have we done it, it's kind of a double entendre, double meaning type of moment where we've made it through the commentary, but we've made it through September's back to school theme. I, I feel proud. I feel as proud as Joe Clark just now, man. Um, it's been a it's been a good run, people. I don't know why I'm about to close this out like it's the last podcast episode ever, but it is the last episode for um you know for the theme for the month of September, and um. You know, at least until we get into October. October's going to be good. I'm kind of shaking shit up a little bit with the content. Not with the content, but with the picks. I'm taking some stuff off the list. But, damn, man, let me um, no, let me close this out the right way, man. Lean on me. Uh, it's a 10 out of 10. There's no doubt in my mind that this is, like I said, Dangerous Minds is my shit. But watching this in its entirety, I forgot how, I didn't forget, but forgot how some parts hit home you know, now that I'm older and now that I see certain things, certain elements of this movie playing into, you know, real life. This was based on a true story, but y'all know what I'm talking about. Life off off camera and things like that. 
But um, yeah, it's ten out of ten, man. I think the performances. I'll get to the performances in a second, but I got to shout out um, John G. Alvidson for directing this and Michael Schiffer on the script, man. They did a really good job, man. It's a powerful, powerful film. One of the best biopics um, of all time, man. Again, people forget that this is a biopic. Um, I, I had no idea when I was a kid watching this movie on cable all the time or on regular TV. Had no clue that this shit was was based on a true story. And then as I got older, I'm like, wow, Joe Clark, like, you know, Morgan Freeman really put his foot in this role, man. This is definitely... I'm not even gonna say arguably. I'm gonna say I'm certain. You know, I'm certain that this is top five Morgan Freeman performances of his entire career. This is when he gets to he gets to really put his shit on display here, man. And I think he does a fantastic job. Morgan Freeman, you know, this. Like I said, I don't know how how big of a superstar he was prior to this movie, but if this was the movie role that catapulted him into you know the, the Morgan Freeman that we saw later on down the line and we still see today you know where he can just demand a salary and he's super top billing um it, it makes perfect sense because this is a role that is it's just a moving film and a moving role for him overall beverly todd does a great job complimenting um morgan freeman's performance like i said they have that moment where she finally has had it up to here with his shit that's one of the most uh you know effective acting moments between the actors in the movie that and robert um Gillamay. I, listen, I, y'all know I'm gonna say his name wrong. I always say his name wrong, but um, you know, recipe shout out to him. Like I said, he passed in 2017. But the sequence with him and Morgan Freeman, where he's had it up to here with Joe Clark shit, that's another top two, you know, active performance moments in the film. Man, he does a great job. He will forever be missed because you know he was a voice actor. He was um, you know, a man of the culture overall. He he gives me. He definitely gives me like Sidney Poitier vibes as far as those black actors go. After you know Sydney Poitier's era but Alan North was great Lynn Thigpen she is not likable at all but she does a fantastic job at being unlikable you know I think she redeemed herself and I don't know why the first thing that came to mind was blank man but you know she got murked off and that shit Robin Bartlett Michael Beach Michael Beach does a great job in here too and so does uh, Tony Todd but I wish roles like this like I wish Michael Beach took better like not better I'm not discrediting him as an actor but I wish Michael Beach took more roles like this where he's the uplifting guy who's trying to do the right thing and he you know he smiles a lot more and there's not a devilish fucking motive hidden behind his smile like it was in deep blue c2 yeah people he was in deep blue c2 nothing against michael beach but why would y'all make a part two of that um gotta shout out uh karen melina white uh you know played kanisha and uh, another shout out because like i said we were fresh off of 187 gotta shout out karina ariave also <coughs> Excuse me, people. Shout out to Jermaine Hopkins, who would go on to have a fantastic career. This movie, again, this is one of those movies where we have our central characters as far as the students go. But if you look in the background, every time you see this movie, you're every time you see this movie, you're going to see something different. And it makes it, you know, as powerful as a movie it is, it makes it a, a fun watch on the flip side of that. It makes it worthwhile to go see. Oh, I didn't notice they were doing that in the background. I didn't notice that kid was, you know, smoking a peace pipe in the background, whatever the case may be. But I feel like this was definitely, it's been a hell of a ride, people. It's definitely a good one to close out the uh, the back-to-school themed commentary, man. And this is, uh, you know, just shy of, we're going into the two-hour mark. So I always say, if y'all stuck around this long, y'all are, y'all know. But y'all already know where to go. And if y'all don't, y'all can follow the podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio, Public, Podbean, 
and Podcast Addict. Shout out to Spotify for podcasters. Follow me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, Romero Tudor. Shout out to the Facebook movie group, The Cinemaniacs. Happy Friday to y'all, man. Hope everybody's having a good one. Hope everybody has a good, safe, productive weekend, man. And last but not least, shout out to the Tudor reviewers, the listeners, the lovers, the supporters out there, man. Damn, it's so, like, I I feel like we closed this off the right way, man. I feel like we opened. It was a little shaky in the middle, you know, when I was, like, I had to drop, like, two commentaries in one day or something like that or missed a couple days or something. But we got there, people. We crossed through the tape, the finish line. We got the, the gold medal, the bronze, the platinum. We got them all. We got all the, the you know, the, the colors and the Olympic medals and the, the, the badges of honor for finally completing a fucking theme on the Tudor Reviews podcast, man. It, 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 it's not easy. I can guarantee y'all it is not easy to stick with a theme, but I feel like I'm motivated enough with how this theme turned out overall to go into October's commentary, you know, the Halloween-themed horror movies. I, I feel like it's, it's going to be better. It's going to be a lot sturdier. It's going to be a lot more consistent. I'm pretty confident in that, man. And y'all have two episodes of RNZ Live to look forward to for the month of October. I think me and Zuko are going to do... Um, a Tales from the Crypt episode watch along. I can't remember. I got to text him and ask him which one we were going to do. But an old Tales from the Crypt TV show episode. We're going to do a watch along for that. And I think we decided to do our top Halloween themed movies. But, you know, we got some shit lined up for, um, you know, for October, man. We're going to get into, obviously, the new Pet Cemetery Bloodlines prequel comes out. It's streaming on Paramount Plus on, I think, October 6th. So I had to add that to the list. I took Hellfest off good riddance because it's trash even though it is a great halloween themed movie it's just not a great movie overall but we got some hell night you know we got some sleepy hollow scary stories telling the dark the baba duke i'm not looking forward to that but you know the missus you know she recommended that shit so shout out to snook tutor for that i don't know how that's gonna how that's gonna go trick-or-treat hocus pocus i listen i'm not a, a super big fan of hocus pocus but i feel obligated to do that for the halloween season it was either going to be hocus pocus or it was going to be um the nightmare before christmas and i'm like i like i i would have more fun watching that you know if like me and my daughter did a commentary or if we just watched it in our regular time so i'm like all right let me pick the live action you know let me pick the latter and um to cap off the i know for a fact the last commentary we're getting into people for october will be halloween 3 season of the witch and i gotta shout out chris texter for that man because chris texter not only recommended that i do uh season of the witch but he also recommended i you know i do like a revisited intoxic commentary for for all the halloween movies i think i've done an intoxic commentary for halloween kills which is probably one of the top you know uh listen to episodes and shout out to y'all for making that happen and i did intox commentary much needed intox commentary for halloween fucking resurrection man but season of the witch is the only one i have not done man so i'm going to cap off october probably with an intox commentary for that um shit i almost did an intox commentary for this one right here but i was like nah let me go into a clear-minded we'll save the intoxicants for later on i guess people but y'all already know man the love and support that y'all show me i show it back to y'all tenfold and then some so with that being said people yours truly romero tudor another episode of tudor reviews in the can i'll check y'all on the next one